water is the fundamental compound required for life on our planet. Throughout our history, almost every major civilization has built their home along the banks of a water source, essential to food, trade, and prosperity. Yet despite our current technological capabilities, as of 2021, an estimated 760 million people across the world still lack access to clean drinking water, particularly those in rural communities in developing nations. So as the climate emergency continues and the environmental extremes of our planet intensify, can we use technology to ensure an ever-present supply of the most precious human resource? Welcome to Racing Green, the podcast that explores the ideas, innovations, and influences making waves in the journey to a sustainable future for our planet. In each episode, we investigate the new challenges, ingenious solutions, and the undiscovered opportunities that lie at the heart of our rapidly changing world. We aim to accelerate a new era founded on optimism and impactful collective responsibility. Today, we meet with Anna Chernyavsky, Senior Sales Manager at WaterGen, an Israeli company aiming to solve the water crisis with a unique technology that creates water from thin air, potentially safeguarding the future for billions of people on our planet. Welcome, Anna. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. Water out of air. That sounds like magic. <laughs> I wonder if you could give us some background on WaterGen, what your company is and what you're doing. Well, WaterGen is an Israeli company um, that provides a game-changing water-from-air solution based on our patented genius technology, which means our devices can extract the humidity out of the air and turn it into premium-quality drinking water. The special thing about WaterGen and what actually makes it the industry leader and what makes this technology sound like magic is that uh, our machines can do it uh, very efficiently in terms of energy consumption. So with very little amounts of power, we can produce a lot of water, up to 6,000 liters per day with just one device. And in a very wide range of climate conditions, the special thing about our technology is that the heat exchanger that, um, that is the patented part, what it does is a condensation process, which is not our patent, I have to say. It's the patent of God was there always. But we do it slightly um, in an improved way. What we did, basically, we took the, uh, the traditional heat exchanger, we took it apart and reinvented it completely with the sole purpose of producing water. You might have seen water dripping out of air conditioner uh, units around the cities, right? Yeah. Um, so this is not the magical part. That happens with, with or without us in nature. The interesting part is to do it in such a quality that you can actually state premium quality drinking water, which will not happen in an air conditioner. One of the reasons for that, by the way, is that we only use food-grade polymers and all the parts that touch the water, that come in contact with the water, to ensure quality. And also, because of the configuration of the heat exchanger, we are able to produce in a very wide range uh, of climate conditions, starting with as low as 20% humidity. 
20% humidity. Now, what, what does that feel like? And so just to really kind of um, get our audience to understand it. So if I was in Israel now, I could turn your machine on out there in the countryside and you're able to produce water? Oh, of course. In fact, this is the only water we consume at the headquarters. We have machines on the roofs and we drink water from air, all of us. Incredible. Now, the applications must be many. Um, I wonder if you could tell us about some of the projects that you're involved in or that you've completed. Um, what can we learn from these? There are so many. Watergen operates in more than 80 countries around the world already. And the projects are very, very different. It goes from humanitarian through commercial, industrial, and domestic uses. Uh, the simple answer would be, you know, anywhere where people need to drink, the technology is beneficial. So our activity spreads over so many different segments and uh, industries. Um, what we learned, I think one of the interesting uh, recent lessons for all of us was uh, 2020, um, which has been very challenging for, for everyone on the globe. Mm. It was a global challenge this year, but I have to say for us, the business grew. You know, it doesn't necessarily make us very happy, but uh, it's an important insight because Besides access to water and, uh, you know, when we say water crisis, we have these images in our heads. We imagine children in Africa and difficulty to get to water sources. The problems are much, much more complex than that and very, very global. So, and they're everywhere. It might be uh, not the lack of water, but corroded pipelines or outdated infrastructures. Plenty of water that you cannot consume as a human being. It's not healthy. So what we learned in 2020 is that... Uh, Besides having access to water, the safety and the quality of the water has to be, um, you know, it's an important thing to, to pay attention to. I think people started realizing that, you know, when we say antibacterial treatment and uh, antimicrobial, important stuff. So I think the realization is uh, quite dramatic. Wow. What would be a sort of a, humanitarian project that sort of a case study that that um, your technology can be used for first of all anywhere where there is no water no drinking water no potable water um, watergen is probably the most uh, the easiest the most immediate uh, solution you can imagine because we don't need anything we don't need access we just need electricity and air to produce water Electricity can be anything. You know, to put it simply, the machine doesn't care how you generate power. You can connect it to the grid, you can connect it to a diesel generator or to solar panels or wind or biomass, whatever works. As long as you provide the specific voltage that the device requires, you're good to go. It means that you can reduce the operational cost even more if you use renewables. And most importantly, you can be completely off-grid you're independent of existing infrastructures or non-existent in many cases. So a humanitarian project would be installing a device in a village somewhere in rural area where people don't have access to water or don't have access to drinkable, healthy and safe water and provide that within a day with a very small footprint and very efficient operation. The UN states that they're about 785 million people in the world who don't have access to clean, safe water. Do you think this could be a genuine solution? 
oh, I know it is. I know it is. We actually believe this is the solution to the world's water crisis. Think about it like this. Um, we tap into a completely different alternative source of water on the planet. We're not touching anything coming out of the ground. We look at the atmosphere, at the air, as a resource, which is probably the biggest, the most stable and the cleanest probably on the planet. We let Mother Nature rest a little bit, so we don't touch the already overstressed ground resources that, by the way, are also polluted and, you know, contaminated in so many countries around the world. So, honestly, I believe, my personal opinion, it's probably much easier to clean air than to clean anything coming out of the ground. So, back to your point about um, water-carried diseases and contamination, of course, water from air is the solution, especially because we have uh, so many filtration processes and, like I said, antibacterial, antimicrobial treatment, UV light treatment. It's the cleanest water you can possibly get anywhere. And the nice thing about it, that the quality of the water is the same on pretty much every, in every location on the planet. Because the process is the same, the molecular exchange is the same, and the filters are very, very strong. In fact, uh, the Tel Aviv University published a study a couple of weeks ago, probably about, about a month ago, where they tested um, watergen devices in very busy spots around the city with high air pollution and traffic. And they came to the conclusion that the quality of the water is still premium. It did not affect it. Wow, that's amazing. We realize there's some incredible humanitarian benefits. What about the industrial applications? What are they? Again, anything that requires water. So the, I will start with the simplest, the easiest. Any industrial setup, whether it's a factory or a mine or um, anything you can think of, workers need to drink, right? Yep. That's the first application, the easiest. And in most cases, um, our solution is more economical and, of course, of course, much easier. You don't need to remember to order uh, the, the big gallons uh, or bottles um, or anything. Almost no maintenance. You just, you know, you plug the machine in, in a remote corner in the office somewhere. It doesn't have to be near water access. You don't need water. We create the water. And you have basically your own spring of fresh water at all times and you're the first one to touch it because it's always fresh wow no packaging no transportation nothing so that's obviously got to be good to the planet there's no sort of single-use plastic bottles or no major transport to to, to deliver the water etc and i also saw that you were pioneering an in-car solution can you talk me through that Yes, um, something that we are developing together with uh, the automotive industry. This will be integrated into, it's or actually already integrated into vehicles. The same genius technology that um, pulls the air in, cleans it, mineralizes it like any other device we have. And uh, you can, you know, pour yourself a glass of fresh, cool water on the go. It's integrated into vehicles and probably the next car you're going to buy within the next uh, couple of years can have an atmospheric water generator on board, if you wish. Incredible. It, it really does um, seem like magic. It all sounds incredible, but is, is this a niche or, or is this a scaled business opportunity? 
oh, it's uh, absolutely scalable and we do believe this is uh, the answer. We actually believe that um, water gen might change the way people consume water around the world. And we already see that happening today in more than 80 countries around the world. So um, how can we get more of this happening? So what, 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 are the, what are the barriers to getting more water gen sites up and running? What, 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 are the, what are the challenges you face as a business to make sure that um, we can get more of this into the right places where it's needed? Honestly, the only challenge I see is time. We don't have enough of it. We're running out. <laughs> that's, uh, that's the only challenge. Um, and we are um, working very, very hard. We are hiring people. Um, we are expanding. We are opening new manufacturing facilities. Today we're working in five, soon uh, seven around the world. We're expanding as fast as we can. But, um, you know, usually we say time is money. In our case, time is life. If you think about drinking water and um, saving lives, actually, yeah, that's that's the only uh, the only barrier right now. So, if you could sort of wave this magic wand uh, that you seem to have anyway, and actually make things happen faster, what what would you like to happen? Increase production capacities a um, hundred fifty times. Yep. Like tomorrow. So the reality is, you you've actually got not enough production capacity for the demand that you're seeing out there. It's actually, we have a, a crazy demand more than anyone could have imagined. Um, and like I said, we're building factories as we speak. Yeah, wow. that's, that's the only limitation, I think. But it's, you know, we'll solve that. We're on it. Yeah. Thinking about your ethos as a company, are you more focused on the humanitarian cause or on the environmental sustainability? Um, it's actually both. It's all of it. Uh, you know, of course, humanitarian, that's easy. If there is no water, we know how to do that. There is water the next day. That's uh, an easy answer. Environmentally, uh, which is not less important because it all ends up in the same sort of scenario. You know, if you, you cannot deal with one and ignore the other. Imagine that there is no infrastructure needed, no boreholes, no pipelines, no transportation of water from A to B, no plastic, no single-use plastic, etc. All these issues are resolved automatically because all our devices are designed to be plug and drink. It means you install the machines there where the people are. So you skip all the pipes, plastics, and uh, etc. So yeah, environmentally, we believe this is um, also a, a revolutionary uh, solution. Water from air is probably the cleanest, purest, healthiest, and due to our uh, mineralization formula, also the most delicious uh, that you can get. So um, you can improve um, the quality of life. You know, we don't have to go automatically to places where um, the water crisis is so severe that any device we install actually saves lives. In many other locations around the world, there is water. It's just not that good, probably not very healthy. You know, for example, in all the areas where uh, desalination is, uh, is strong, which is an amazing technology. But uh, scientists started to notice that um, lack of specific minerals is harmful in the long term. So um, we take this quality issues very, very seriously. And I think it can be interesting even in locations where there is no crisis, let's put it like this. 
So what are the plans for the future? Where do you see WaterGen in, you know, 5, 10, 15 years from now? What, what, what do we expect to see? Let me quote our uh, president and owner of the company, Dr. Murilashvili, who says, well, it's actually the company vision, and I believe we, bo- we all share it. Um, the people who work for WaterGen are, are here for, for a calling, for a feeling of doing something good, not just uh, doing your job, but doing something with meaning. Our company vision states uh, we want we believe drinking water is a basic human right, and we want to make sure that every man, woman, and child on the planet has access to it. So this is our goal. It's lovely to hear. Amazing product, and thanks so much for your time here today on Racing Green. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's all for this episode of Racing Green. Thanks for joining us. Racing Green is produced by myself, Jeffrey Young, Chris Bristow, and Georgina McGiven in collaboration with the Camden Clean Air Initiative. It was recorded at Serendipity Studios, Camden, North London, with music and sound design by Chris Bristow. 